Hey all, welcome to Outlast Podcast. I am Frank and I'm with my mom Shirley. Hi there. And we are back for season 44 of Survivor. Season, I think, seven or eight for us. So we've been at it for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we have been at it for a while. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. This looks like a good season. We got, a, yeah, we got some really good players. We're already kind of looking at what, who could possibly be our favorites. Uh, today's episode, as per usual, and we're actually getting it out in a decent time, is going through the players, kind of talking about them and stuff like that, and yeah. going through their, their questionnaire. The questionnaire we're using is from Entertainment Weekly. They got a sweet little deal with CBS. They do this every every season, and uh, they're very good write-ups. So uh, we're going to put a link to that in the description of the podcast if you want to read it for yourself, because we're not going to go over every detail, of course. Right, right. Uh, so far out of this crew, uh, they, they've divided them up into tribes early. Right. Like last time. Anything else that's standing out to you, like outside of just individual people? Um, you know, I, I like that, like this time, they're not like all colored in certain tribes. You know, their clothes were all... Different yeah, I, I am seeing like a couple greens, but I don't think that they're necessarily like, hey, you have to wear a yellow kind of thing. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, it's at least less obvious than last time. Last time was real obvious and I yeah. was just like, well, I was kind of disappointed because I liked the whole picking the um Yeah, but it's, I think tribe. it might have been a while since they've done that. Yeah, and maybe because now it's a lot less days. Again, we're True. only doing 26 days instead yeah. of the 39. So that could be a big factor in why they're all, already chosen. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, I, I think they're going to be good. And they're still doing full uh, pandemic protocol. So they have to be there for a while and stuff like that. So there's, yeah. there's all kinds of things, reasons why they're, they're doing the shorter uh, days. Um, real quick news, both Survivor and uh, Amazing Race and a couple of other ones all have been renewed already. So they awesome. got renewed for seasons after this. And so nice. when they get renewed, so do we. They'll get more outlast from us as well. Um, I am a little happy because <laughs> Phil liked one of our tweets, so I feel pretty loving it. Feel pretty famous over here, <laughs> Phil. If you want to be on the podcast, you're welcome to oh. talk about. Well, we'll talk about Amazing Race if you're going to be on the show. We'll figure out a way. Absolutely, oh. we'll definitely talk about Amazing Race because we love it. Also, we love Amazing Race, but we try to figure out like how do we cover Amazing Race? You just can't. That does, oh the, the order they do it in is all right. out of place. That would be so crazy to talk about all the different countries, and I mean, there's just. Yeah, yeah, it would be cool, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to go over each person here. Uh, some of the questions that they're asked, uh, we're going to go, let's go with those now and kind of get some of our answers out of it, okay? Okay. So we get used to this. Um, three words that describe you. Uh, let's go with this one here. Why would you want to be on Survivor? Why would you personally want to be on Survivor? I think because I just love the game. Yeah. I love the structure, the challenges, the the social game. I mean, there's just so many different aspects to it mm -hmm. that I think it would be freaking awesome. Of course, yeah. I'd have to be a lot younger. <laughs> oh, yeah. More physically me, fit. More physically fit for me as well. Um, yeah, but I, sure. I think it would be amazing. Yeah. I really do. I think it would be life-changing. You know, it's something that you would always keep with you and, and, you know, just all the different experiences and the people you meet. And, you know, Jeff. Jeff alone's the great reason. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do it? Uh, personally, yeah, for me, I think I would do okay at the social game. Um, and I think that would be my strength, but Lord no, and strategy, I would like to think I'd be okay at it. Who knows really? But yeah, I got to get fit shape, <laughs> way fitter shape. <laughs> but yeah, I think I would, I would have a lot of fun with that. Let's go with this one. Which player do you think you most pre, uh, most identify with? Previous player. There's a lot of them at this point, like 700 players. Wow, you're putting me on the spot. Let's see. <laughs> I know. We don't like to say Rob, but. Oh yeah, Rob's a badass. But um, I'm thinking more of like how the women played. Personally, I think I'm more Siri. I would love to say I'm like Sarah, but I'm not fit like Sarah. <laughs> we got to take <laughs> But that I like the, the way she played. You know, yeah. I really like the way she played the game. Yeah, I think 
Siri for me, honestly, I think she played pretty well. She was never she the did. best player out there, but she worked it hard enough to get through. And I think that's something I would probably do in that yeah. case. What would you look for in an alliance play, uh, partner? Well, it's hard to say you want somebody that's honest because everybody's out there to win. Yeah. So they're honest only to a certain point. Yeah. Um, I would like to be with people that I feel like I can read pretty good because, you know, when they start flip-flopping on you and all that, you've got to be able to see that in somebody. Some people are harder to read than others. Um, of course, I'd like an honest person, a friendly person, somebody that's more outgoing, but not like Marianne outgoing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not that I have anything against her, but you know, that was a little too bubbly for yeah, me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, pretty much like that. What about for you? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I would probably say one person actually said it. Everybody keeps saying loyalty. It's like, I'm sorry, but that's not how Survivor works. doesn't last. Yeah. yeah. So don't look for loyalty. You're not going to get very far. But one of them said somebody to work with strategically. So I was oh, like, that's okay, good. that's what you need. Somebody yeah. to collaborate with. That's the word that they use, collaborate with. That's the people who go far. Yeah. That's the people who get to the final five and then fall apart. That's what you're looking for. Um, and then we'll, we'll finish off with what is your biggest pet peeve? Oh my gosh. Let's see. I think the way people eat would drive me crazy. Especially out there. People get desperate hands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also don't like arrogance. Like some of yeah. them you get out there are just kind of full of themselves and it's like, focus on the game. You're here to play the game. Yeah. You know, don't just focus on the cameras. Yeah. But uh, definitely the same thing for me as well. For me, it's a lot about like, if you think you're smarter than everybody else around you. Yeah. I, I don't even want to work with you. Yeah. I mean, it's just not even worth it. Right. I don't care if you're actually right. smarter or anything like that. Yeah. Be you know humble. It helps yeah, a lot. That goes a long ways. All right. So let's see what our castaways have said. So we're going to be starting off with Claire Rafson, age 25. She's currently in Brooklyn. She is a tech investor. So she says she worked in a firm. I read it. Read, you know, when you go through her stuff, she says she worked in a firm, but tech investor seems like kind of an entrepreneurial yeah, it does. thing. So I'm not too sure if she's investing on behalf of somebody else. Mm -hmm. uh, she says she's energetic, motivated, and cunning. Uh, one of her big things here that she says, first off, she was a fan since she was four years old, which cool. I noticed a trend of a lot of lifelong fans. Yeah. Um, she's one of those that says that she wants loyalty out of her lines. Most do. The thing that she's most proud of is she led her office to raise 150000 to help the New York community during COVID. She did that in just two weeks. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. Weird thing she does. <laughs> she listens to Hunger Game, the Hunger Game audiobook every night to fall asleep. Yeah. That, I mean, I get it. I watch like the same Simpsons episodes all the time, but that seems like it's kind of crazy. <laughs> that is. <laughs> I mean, I loved Hunger Games, but yeah, it's you excellent. Know, I don't yeah. know about watching it every night. I don't know how the audiobook is. I have to check that audiobook out. Maybe it's. So good you fall yeah. asleep too. <laughs> yeah. But, I loved the books. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Claire Rafson, 25 years old. We have a lot of younger contestants this time. I want to say our older contestant is in their 40s. Yeah. That's that's pretty crazy. Actually, yeah. 46 is the oldest one. There it is. Yeah. That's Bruce. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, that's got to be, even last season we were saying like, oh, this is a younger crew than normal. This one is younger yet. Yeah. And I think I saw something on CBS where they're trying to say like, maybe it was even Jeff saying like, you know, we need to make sure to get the younger audience in here. We can't just keep putting all-stars on and getting all the loyalty right. people to watch. Right. We need to find a new audience. Yep. And that's where your low island kind of influence yeah. kicks into here. So yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. 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 We've only got three that are 40. Then we got like six that are in the 30s and six yeah. or seven that are in the 20s. So yeah, we definitely have a younger crew. Yeah. All right. Who do we that's have good. next? 
Okay, I don't have the full write-up like you have there, so you might be able to add to my people. Okay. Next one we have is Matt. He's from Albany, uh, and recently he's now from San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So, you know, woo-woo for San Francisco. That's pretty yeah. close to us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 27 years old, security software engineer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says he's goofy like Marianne. Yeah, that's we call that a red flag. Yeah. That's what I was worried about. Well, and I, you know, I know Marianne won, but I just, I wasn't a fan through most of the show. She just didn't take it seriously, in my opinion. Yeah, I think she played well in some things. We just didn't see that yeah. she was doing okay. Um, but yeah, I, I like somebody that's maybe goofy mm-hmm. to an extent, you know, but um, yeah. So. When he mentions it twice later on, he says he's got a goofy grin and a strategic brain. You mentioned Goofy twice in your bio. Like, yeah, you're going to lean in on that. Yeah. So I yeah. don't know if that's his thing, if that's what he's he wants out there. You know? Yeah. He also identifies with Yule, the strength of Yule. So that yeah. is a good sign. Yule is that's one of good. the best players yeah. I've seen. But yeah, that's good. Uh, ran a marathon. So I guess he's more fit than me. We'll go with that. <laughs> that's going to be the bar right there. Yeah, for sure. All right. Let's move on to Carolyn Weiger. I think it is. Uh, age 35, she is a drug counselor. Now, I, I'm rooting for Carolyn right off the bat. So she relates survivor to addiction. She's an addiction there, uh, a counselor. She overcame addiction herself. She's 13 years sober right now. So that right there, I mean, that's the kind of, what would you say? It's like kind of like self-checking, you know, being able to really analyze yourself. And I think it's going to be useful out here, you know, mm-hmm. seeing like, oh, how am I being perceived by right, others? Right. Stuff like that. Yeah. That's why it's also kind of why I think Jesse did good is because Jesse was a therapist that dealt with, you know, um, political stuff like that. Like that was right. his whole uh, master's. I think that's going to come into play here with Carol, uh, Carolyn as well. I think so too. Yeah. She's a Kelly Wentworth and poverty fan. So Kelly Wentworth, one of the best poverty. She drives me a little nuts, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I think Carolyn's one of my early favorites. Next we have Yam Yam. Yes. Uh, yeah. His name's Yamil, but he goes by Yam Yam. Uh, from Puerto Rico, uh, San Juan, Puerto Rico, 36 years old, and a salon owner. Yeah. When I heard salon owner makes me think he's probably good with the social game. Good point. Ooh, great point. Because you're constantly working with different people. Yeah, and you're chatting it up a lot. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, mentions that after Hurricane Marie went through Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. they had no power for 90 days, and that he led a team of 20 people uh, just giving them hope and keeping them going. I don't know if it was people that he um, that he worked with. Yeah, it sounds he like he was kind of like a, through it. It sounds almost like a community center thing he was kind of doing, where he oh, was like, okay. "Oh, this person uh, needs help fixing their shed that blew over." Like, oh, I sound okay. something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, which again, salon owner maybe that with a sociable kind of like anchor in the in the town. Yeah, you know, something like that. Okay. So he also said he wants to play like Siri. So yeah. he might be pretty good. There we go. That's yeah. one of my favorites. Uh, we have Lauren Harper. She's 31. She's an elementary teacher. So right away, just props to her. That's yeah. kind of, that cannot be easy. Absolutely. I can't stand kids half the time. <laughs> <laughs> Frank. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, she says that this is going to be a self-growth moment for her. She's going to use Survivor that way. Now, going in on that way, it can be good or bad, right? I'm also thinking like maybe you're not as dedicated for the hardcore win. Yeah. You're more there for the adventure. Those people are sometimes fun to watch, but they, they, they can be, it's like Cody from last season when he yeah. went in and he's like, Oh, I'm just having fun out here. It took me a while to like him then. Yeah. You know, towards the end, we sure did though. Right. That's true. <laughs> uh, she's looking for somebody who's open and honest to her alliance. 
open, sure, but that's only going to go so far. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, she has kids and they play sports, so she's running around with them. That alone is, is a lot a lot of work. And she likes uh, podcasts and sermons. She listened to those. So kind of an audiobook situation and stuff right. like that is pretty cool. Yeah, she sounds good. Yep. Okay. And then we have Danny. He's from the Bronx in New York. And he's a New York City firefighter. Yes. I think he's going to be good. I Our did the math on this. are usually good. He's 32, so he was nine years old during 9-11. Wow. So he was... I'm sure they had a boom of firefighters because of that, because it was like right. inspirational to the kids. Mm-hmm. Everybody walked around with those NYC um, fire department uh, shirts and stuff like that. I'm sure he was really inspired by it. I wonder, we'll learn if anybody was affected by that in his family, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, but that I would bet. also probably be inspirational to him. Oh, absolutely. He says he wants to play like Jeremy, and he ran a 34-mile ultra marathon. I didn't know that was a thing. I know, me either. <laughs> That's Marathons are awesome. enough. Why do we need to make ultra versions of them? <laughs> Come on. He's also Just to make Brazilian, us feel that much worse. Yeah, he's in a Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Danny's one of my early favorites to win this thing. If not, be a challenge boss. I think he's going to carry, not Jonathan level, but he's going to be He's going to be pretty hard. Born and raised in Bronx, too. I like how he's kind of that local boy. Kind of reminds me of Boston Rob. Somebody yeah. who identifies with a place, you yeah. know? That's pretty cool. By the way, Boston Rob has his own uh, local TV show now in, in uh, Boston. I watched it. And he like goes around to small businesses and spotlights them. It's pretty neat. Yeah, that is Let's cool. Let's go check that out. All right, next we have uh, Heidi Largas. I'm uh, sorry, Largas Greenblatt. She's 43 years old. She's one of our 40-year-olds, not a lot of them. Uh, she is an engineer manager. She says she's energetic, adventurous, and loud. A little concerning with that. She also says that she identifies as Sandra. So when you mix that with energetic and loud... I, I get arrogant vibes because Sandra, especially after the first win, became very arrogant. Right. So I'm a little worried on worried about that. That's going to you know possibly be a problem. But she is the player that said she wants somebody who's going to be a strategic collaborator. Yeah. So it's a bit of a wash on that one. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if she's going to be good or not. The, uh, yeah, I'm not really sure about that one. She is in a CrossFit, though, and that stuff is tough. Yeah. I'm definitely not in a CrossFit. I'm curious what the, she's got 40 patents. I'm curious, like, what type of patents they are. Yeah, well, as an engineer manager, so she probably, I mean, it could be on anything, yeah, really. Anything mechanical, essentially. Something to do with engineering, yeah. Yeah, so, like, I don't know, bridge or something. It's, gonna be, <laughs> it's above my pay grade. True, that's true, yeah. <laughs> Talk about above my pay grade. Who's our next guy? Carson. So we've got Carson, and he is from Atlanta, Georgia, 20 years old. NASA engineer student, engineering student. Yeah. Um, I love his, he, his pet peeves made me think of you because <laughs> he says he hates delayed text, texters. Oh my God. And people who text essays. <laughs> yeah. Um, and people who think the moon landing is fake. <laughs> Amen. And flat earthers. Oh my God. Stop listening if you're one of those. Holy cow. Yeah, he, <laughs> he enjoys to do uh, 3D printing and des- and design survivor puzzles. He's also into Minecraft. He's in a Settlers of Catan. Basically, he's a he's got everything Jonathan likes, everything I like. Yeah, yeah, he's a little bit of everything like that. Yeah, he um, identifies most with Christian, Christian, which yeah, is that's another it. one that we really liked. Um, he likes the quirky and and nerdiness of Christian. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think he's gonna be good. I want to throw out there, for those of you guys who are, are super nerds as myself, I want to throw out one thing. He says he likes playing Civilization Five. First off, he calls it Civ Five, not Civilization. Uh-huh. Um, and Six is already out. So everybody who's like a super nerd knows if you say you like Civ Five, you like the more difficult version of the game. If you like Civ Six, you like the more casual version. So this dude 
is a dork, and that's okay. So am I. <laughs> my problem with Carson, though, is he mentions a few times his age, and he might be one of those players that lean so heavily like I'm the young guy, like uh-huh. Sammy last yeah. season, and that becomes their identity. And if that becomes your identity, then you purposely are trying to be kind of edgy and cool. Right. I mean, this guy doesn't seem like he's trying to be edgy and cool at all, but he mentions that he's young a few times, and he's right. only 20. So right. I don't know. As I'm older now, I don't trust some 20 year olds. They don't know what they're talking about kind of thing. <laughs> You're <laughs> so, not that much older. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> All right. Uh, next, we have Maddie Pamela, uh, 28 years old, charity project manager. Uh, she uh, identifies with Siri the most. Her pet peeves, and I agree with both these, elitist and mansplaining. Boy, that happens time and time again out there. Yeah. People think they know what's best. Yep. Let me show you to build this. Right. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, it's going to be a pain. <laughs> uh, she does say one of her quotes is that she likes to live in the gray area. So I think that's going to be mm. really good for alliances. Yeah. I'll work with you, but we kind of got to bend the rules a little bit. Maybe vote somebody that's close to you. So that you're closer to me kind of right. thing. That's right. gray area stuff yep. in survivor. Yep. So Maddie, I think is thinking the right way. I think that's pretty smart. She also placed third in an ultra marathon. Yeah. When she was 22. I guess marathons is like a requirement now. I know. I guess that's the thing. We better get on board here. <laughs> We're going to amazing race. They don't require marathons, right? Exactly. <laughs> You're just like, I'm going to, I'm going to take the penalty and sit this one out. Yeah. <laughs> do four hours at a time. Every place you go do four hours at a time. I'm in Italy. What do I care? I'm visiting. Exactly. <laughs> Phil did like our tweet. I'm just throwing that out there again. You know, we're already personal friends with him. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Next, we have Bruce uh, Peralt. Peralt. I'm no, I'm not saying yeah, that right. Peralt. Yeah, sounds right. Forty six years old from Rhode Island, and he's an insurance agent. He uh, he says he was abandoned as a child. Mm-hmm. So I wonder, you know, if if that will maybe he's more hungry for this. I will also throw out there abandoned as a child. He is he's black and he's adopted by a white family. So there's also a thing of kind of like learning how to adapt. Okay. And, and stuff yeah. like that, learning who you are a little bit, you know, having to be a little more independent, I'm yeah. sure. He mentions it in his bio about yeah. that. So I wonder what age King. Yeah, that he was I don't know. I think up to 14, you can drop a kid off at the fire station. So <laughs> not that I Googled it, but. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but, yeah. it would make a big difference, like growing up without a family. Um, I don't know if he was in foster care or what. He just said abandoned as a child. I'm assuming yeah. maybe foster care. Probably foster care. But so I just wonder how that affected him depending on what age he was Very true. adopted. The foster care system alone so. is something that would make you hardened. Oh, yeah. Um, it's yeah. a bit of a survival situation. I right. will say he's our oldest contestant, but he looks very fit. He looks very fit. I think Says he wants do... to play like Jeremy, which I love Jeremy. Yeah. Two call outs for Jeremy. He is one of the best survivors. So he's, he says the three words to describe him is energetic, funny, and competitive. Which he definitely looks like he's competitive. Yeah. He likes to golf and uh, box. Yeah. Pet peeves. People who run their fork on their teeth while eating. Oh, God. Well, I don't think he's going to have to worry about that because they don't yeah. use forks. <laughs> but generally that means he's, he's got a pet peeve of people eating. True. So out there people are slopping it in their mouths or whatever. Oh, God, it's Chris. Just like control yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I think he's going to be pretty good. Yeah. Um, all right, next we have Sarah Wade. She's 27. Um, let's see, she is a management consultant, so she's dealing with high-end clients. Yeah. She most identifies with Natalie, which is an excellent person to identify with. Oh, absolutely. She's into outdoor stuff, so that's going to help her a lot here. Yeah. Biking and hiking and climbing right. and all mm-hmm. those things like that. Um, I think generally it sounds pretty good. 
uh, pet peeve sound of someone chewing rule followers, people who are closed minded and inflexible. I, I think, she, I think that'll be a problem for her. What do you think? I think it will. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, you kind of have to be open-minded and, and deal with a lot of different personalities. So that yeah. might, yeah, that might be a factor. The closing question for everybody in general, it's not a big deal because they say basically the same thing every time, but she's, you know, why would you be the sole survivor? Her whole thing is that she knows this game inside and out and she understands people and she's very observant. I hope she is because usually the most observant ones are the ones that go very deep into this right, game and right. create the best alliances. Right. She also talks about how she lost a friend two years ago, Yeah, which is her inspiration to do well. Yeah. So that's kind of nice, you know, not that, you know. I mean, it's sad that she lost her friend, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, if it gives her inspiration, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know. I think she's going to do pretty good, though. We got, I mean, it's it's tough because, again, this is such a tight group. We haven't found, I haven't found anybody yet that I'm like, oh, they're going to do bad. Yeah. I haven't found anybody to do that. So everybody's going to do at least pretty good, it feels like. Yeah. But yet I somebody's so. got to go home that first week. So yeah. you never know. We'll see. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next, we have Matthew. Uh, Matthew is 43. He's from Columbus, Ohio, and he's a barbershop owner. Again, maybe good social yeah. skills, being a barbershop owner, you know. Um, he is the one in the previews that was climbing the rocks and okay. fell off the rocks into the ocean. Oh, wow. That's not good. So, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen with that. So, that was kind of interesting. But um says he's spontaneous, caring, and adventurous. Um, so, I don't know. Favorite hobbies is... Uh, spending time with his son and his husband and roller coasters, water slides, eating food from all over the world, growing and collecting plants. So he sounds pretty interesting. Yeah. And out there might be able to be a, a source of food. Yeah. That'd be good. That would be real good. Next we have Helen Lee. She's a product manager. Uh, one of the things I want to make sure to mention about her is uh, one of the biggest inspirations in her life is her parents because they left China for the U S and they worked hard um, in the early twenties. And so She's a first-generation American, and I, I think that's really admirable. I mean, you can't just, just walk in and have, you know, it's all very hard work. So I think she knows what it's like to have to, like, earn it, you yeah. know? Yeah, And uh, I think that's going to be very good. She's empathetic, optimistic, and self-aware. Self-aware is very important. Um, and she's, she's from Massachusetts, but she lives in San Francisco. So she lives on the opposite side of the country as her yeah. family. Can't be easy. Yeah. Again, much like her parents, was able to kind of, Go out and blaze her own trail. Right. Not quite the same. <laughs> Not China, but still, True. you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, she's also into downhill skiing, which that sounds like it'd be very hard. Hiking. So she's going uphill and downhill. And she's into board games and puzzles. So she's also a strategic player. Puzzles. Those puzzle players, yes. they win the challenge, really. Yeah. Yeah. We see that, hopefully it's something that Survivor will address this season. But we do see that puzzles are probably the most important part yeah. of the game. Huge factor. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so that's good about that. Yeah. He might be pretty good. Clean. All right. Then we have Josh. So Josh Wilder from Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, well, that was his hometown. He's actually from Atlanta, Georgia now. Mm -hmm. Surgical podiatrist. So we got a smart one. Okay. Yeah. So um, the thing about Josh, he's got a lot of factors. He's had a lot of health problems. Yeah. Um, so he was born uh, with congenital deformity called prune belly syndrome. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. He had a kidney transplant at nine years old, stomach cancer at 25. And because of the medication, uh, 
he had a complete stomach removal and had to learn had to learn how to eat again. How is he going to do this? I don't know. I wonder about that because mm. I'm sure you have to have a special diet. We have a very good friend of ours that his son had his stomach removed and he's doing fine, but it was a huge undertaking. Yeah. I mean, is it just rice that he could eat or yeah. maybe you can't have rice because it would bloat you. He did that at 25 and he's 34 years old. Okay. So nine years so in. He's so he's had, had some, some experience. Time. Yeah. Man, I wonder if, I wonder if when Survivor takes on a player like that, if they have to make sure there's food that's It seems edible. like they would have to. You know, like, uh, you know, make sure that they have something on side. So if things get malnourished and they offer rice and he can't have rice, like, well, we'll give you like chopped chicken or something like that. I don't know what it is, yeah. you know, but I, I said rice at first, but I'm like, oh, yeah, that would probably bloat you quite a bit in the oh, stomach, yeah. you know. Yeah. You can't have that's that after like gastric bypass. Have, so it's, yeah. And that's a biggie out there. Is rice. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, I wonder because, you know, they have like these little locker type things that people's medications and stuff yeah. are in out there because they have to have access to of it. Course. Of course. And so I'm sure he's on medication, I would think, um, with the kidney and everything. Uh, so, yeah, I wonder if they'll have to have even like a food supplement. Like mm -hmm. maybe he has to have like an energy bar or something that can sustain him. Yeah, that would be interesting to see. How, I, I'm going to keep an eye on him. That's that's for sure. Yeah, Very yeah. I, I really hope he does well. Uh, he also said his inspiration is a person named Kristen, which is his donor. She died at 15 in a car accident hit by a drunk driver. God. And then, you know, he received her kidney. So I tell you what, I'm a sucker for those videos when like the dad hears the daughter's heart again. Oh my God. I'm a sucker for those. I am too. Oh, I got to try the teen filter on you. Remind me to this. Have you seen the teen filter yet <laughs> no. on TikTok? I didn't think so. It I, turns, it turns somebody into a teen. I tell you what, your generation is falling apart right now because of it. Are TikTok is full of Gen Xers crying <laughs> right now because they're seeing this and it's showing themselves as a teen. Oh my God, I yeah. gotta do it. <laughs> We're gonna do it after this. I'm sure I'll be crying too. Because <laughs> I wish I could be a teen again. That's kind of the thing, is everybody's like, oh, I wish I was nicer to you when I was your age. Yeah. Oh man, I, we're gonna do that. We're gonna okay. do that after this. <laughs> okay. Next up, we've got Jamie Lynn Ruse, 35 years old, from Arizona, born and raised. Uh, she's a yogi. Now, I don't know, yogi is kind of one of the lighter exercises, I would assume, but still gotta be fitness minded to yeah. be a yogi. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, enthusiastic, magnetic, and loving. Magnetic could be kind of a um, overly energetic, so not a, not necessarily yeah. a Marianne level, but you never know. Yeah. But I mean, her hobbies are through the roof. So gardening, yoga, cooking, golfing, hiking, reading, paint. I mean, it's just everything. Yeah. Uh, and then lastly, catching up on shows. So we agree on that one. Uh, it, the pet peeves is going to be interesting. So cold food. It, I do like the house. She says this. Sound of the alarm clock on the iPhone, you know the one, which I do. Yep. <laughs> uh, and the lack of potato chips in a brand new bag. That's, uh, yeah, I can't stand it. You think, I know it's because they don't want to get crushed, but I mean, come on, fill that bad boy up to the top. We, exactly. We, we're in the future now. Let's figure it out. <laughs> but cold food, I wonder how much of a pet peeve that'll be. I that'll don't be, know. I'll tell you, you got to get what you can. Yeah, you're you going to be eating, eating a lot of cold fish. food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, biggest inspiration is her parents. They taught her to, uh, to never give up and made sure I knew uh, I could do anything I put my mind to. So. Awesome. From her parents. That's pretty yeah. cool. All right. Who do we got next? Okay. Next, we have Kane Fritzler, age mm -hmm. 25, uh, lives in Canada, Saskatoon. Yeah. Hopefully, I'm saying that right. Uh, is this our first Canadian? I don't know. I don't know. It is, I don't think we've had at least many of them. He is a law student. 
And um, I think he's going to do pretty good. He, uh, his accomplishments is best negotiator at a national competition. So, you know, if he's good at negotiating. Yeah, it could be like debate, that debate might be class or something like that. Strategically. Yeah. yeah. Says he had a, has a beautiful singing voice. So I'm anxious to hear that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, hobbies, D&D, and caring for his dog and survivor. Okay, so yeah. he likes to play video games. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's see. He uh, Three words to describe him. Inclusive, loud, and competitive. Well, that's good. Uh, let's see. What's his hobbies? Oh, I said the hobbies. Pet peeves. Bad drivers. Yeah. Oh, all talk, no, all talk, no walkers. You know, I'm one of those. <laughs> Which, you know, yeah. I'm sure there's going to be a couple of those out there. But, man, I, I tell you, listening to all those pet peeves gets me angry. The further and further on we go down those lists, because they're just kind of stacking up. Yeah. Now, so I'm like, I hate when people chew a goofy. And, yeah, what are you doing? You know, Dennis? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it sounds like a pretty just pretty normal dude. I think I think nothing stands out to me on him. But, you know. Yeah, not to me either. But um, I don't know. Going to be he in the like Tika tribe. We'll talk about the tribes later on. But we got Tika. Uh, he's gonna be in the Tika tribe. Yeah. So, um, all right. Let's go on to this next one here. We have Franny uh, Manier, uh, twenty-three years old. She describes herself as very physical right off the bat. She's talking about how physical she is and uh-huh. stuff like that. So that's good. Um, her hobbies though don't really reflect that. She's into like collecting leaves. Maybe that'd be hiking, but you're just kind of bending over and taking breaks more. Yeah. Uh, game nights and then uh, collaging. Yeah. So I don't know how physical you are. If you're I think into- I would have thrown some more interesting stuff in there, even if it wasn't my hobby. (laughs) Yeah. Just say you're in a biking or something like that. Yeah, Something. (laughs) Here's the thing, guys. Her accomplishment is getting a perfect score on the MCATs. Crazy. Yeah. So we're talking very, very smart person here. Um, Very smart. One of my favorite parts is who's your biggest inspiration. It's Sophie Clark. That's good. Second is Scarlet Witch. So (laughs) she's an MCU fan. She's a Marvel fan. Oh, okay. Yeah. You lost me. I didn't know who that was. That's right. I definitely know who that is. So I think she's going to get along quite well with probably Kane. Kane's a bit of a geek too, but definitely Carson. So I think we have a little bit of a geek alliance and I am, I'll get shirts made if that happens. <laughs> That's definitely going to happen. By the way, shout out to Diana. If you listen to this, um, she's from the Disney Moms Gone Wrong podcast. Please check that out. It's amazing. on the Geek Freaks Network. All the plugs. But she made us a sign that's Jesse's rules for immunity. Oh, my God. That yeah. was so cool. And I'm going to put that sign out here as we record so we can reference back to it all the time. Very <laughs> cool. We'll go over so those cool. as, as needed because it's perfect. It's a yeah. really great sign. We had a, we had a Christmas party here at Frank's house Yeah, uh, for Geek Freaks, and we didn't even expect it. He opened oh, wow. this, uh, yeah. unwrapped this sign, and it was freaking awesome. Yeah. It threw me off. It took me so I had to like read it twice. I'm like, no way. <laughs> it's just such a perfect gift. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, okay, then we have Brandon Cottom, mm-hmm. age Cottom. 30, yeah. Newton, Pennsylvania, and he's a security specialist. Yeah. I don't know how that'll Well, security specialist, you know, I'm always kind of assuming you got to be physical for something. Maybe read you people know. pretty well. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Assessing threats. Says he's easygoing, ambitious, and confident. Those two, oh, the easygoing and ambitious just do not get along. Yes. <laughs> he was a Seattle Seahawk. Yeah. So that's pretty interesting. Definitely fit them. Uh, yeah. He identifies most with Danny and would like to play like Jeremy. They're both awesome. Three Jeremy mentions. Yeah. He, uh, he played back. for Seattle for, I believe, three years. Okay. And um, was on the injured list for part of the time, yeah. but uh, he didn't even go through the draft. He was free agent and got picked up by Seattle. So good for him. 
They make good money, even if you don't get through draft. Like even if you're on the practice squad, which sounds like you're probably at that level at that some point, uh, you're still getting paid like seven hundred thousand a year. Like minimum yeah. pay, I think is like seven hundred thousand a year. So what I'm saying is, I'll work for the Cleveland Browns. Just hire me already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do I'll clean the toilets. Get that seven hundred thousand a year. Uh, favorite hobbies: coaching at Parisi Speed School, snowboarding. Yeah. Enjoys any lake, cooking and grilling. That Honestly, sounds fun. That just sounds fun all around. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> Pet peeves, gum smacking, people eating with their mouth open. Another person with a problem with eating. <laughs> you know how hard it is to sit around this campfire with these folks? Everybody hates each other because they're all eating like monsters. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be so bad. <laughs> they're going to go off to them by themselves and eat. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he says he's going to be the perfect soul survivor yeah. because of his physical and mental strength. Yeah, he says he's the combination of physical and mental strength. I like the idea of like somebody who's not going in there like, oh, I'm going to win all the challenges and beat it that way. Or somebody who's like, I'm going to have to make friends. Yeah. He's literally trying to say, I'm going to bring both together. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. So I think we got a pretty good group. We got a heck of a good squad. So our three tribes, Tika, Soka, and Ratu. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be calling them, of course, <laughs> red, yellow, uh, red, green, and it looks like yellow or orange. Yeah. I we'll think it's like orange. Yeah. Because I can never remember those names. <laughs> never. Um, but yeah, overall, it looks like a really good season. Yeah. And uh, any anything you want to make sure to bring up before we go in? Do you have any early favorites? Oh, gosh. Early favorites. I don't know. Um, yeah, I really don't know. I think maybe I like Danny. I know you like Danny, too. Danny and Carson are probably my two early favorites so far. But there's there's quite a few of them yeah. that are in the running. And you know, that's why we picked that second know. episode, because you just yeah. never know. I, th I think Carson will go quite a ways, too. Yeah. I, I think the two you like are really good. I, I think there's going to be... I don't know. I have to lines. see the show. It's really hard. We're going to watch yeah. one show. Yeah, we watch the first episode. And then, then do our pick because, you know. Yeah. They, so, sometimes they're very different yeah. than the profile that we're seeing. Yeah. You know, once we start watching them, they're You wouldn't believe how much, much it changes. Different. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, of course, you got time to fill these out, so you make sure it looks as good as possible, you know? Yeah. Everybody, everybody lies on a resume. Yeah. That's what these are. These are resumes so, to us. So your favorite so far, you so said, far is, who? is Danny and Carson. Okay. But really it's up in the air. Um, what we're going to do guys, I want you guys to tweet at us, text us, message us, discord. We're on discord as well. You guys can always check that out. All the links in the description. Let us know your favorites. And we're going to try to keep track of those as well and mention them as we go each week. Yeah. So we could say like, speaking of Diana, oh, Diana's a big Jamie fan. Well, guess who just went home? You know, so we can <laughs> talk a little bit of smack, but also, you yeah. know, hype it up. So Remember, you don't choose on the first episode. You choose on the second episode. Let us know who your favorites are. Yeah, and then we'll track cool. those as well and we'll see how they do. Yeah, that would be really cool. All right, guys. We're in for a really good season. Season 44 of Survivor. Thank you for hanging out with us. And we'll see you just next week. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on the Outlast Podcast. You can find us through Twitter on Outlast Podcast 1. Hope to see you there. Thank you.